0: Alrighty. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spiked, the OTL football podcast. Uh, This is our ninth episode, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Jack Riddle, my wonderful co-host. Jack, how are you feeling after three weeks of NFL football?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I I was thinking I have to come up with something more. uh, You know, when you ask me how I'm feeling, I got it. I got every week I should do like a new adjective or something, you know, because every week I'm just like, pretty good pretty good yeah i'm good i should hey, be like st- i feel stupendous you know
0: yeah we had that little stint earlier i don't know, remember splendid
1: splendid yeah we yeah, did splendid. that a couple times yeah
0: so we're, we're gonna make a list or something we'll, yeah we'll every week i'm gonna do
1: good. a new one yeah listen listen to new spiked episodes just for that just for that you can do, to- you can leave after the first 30 yeah. seconds <laughs> exactly. oh, just, please don't do that i can see Yelp. uh I can see who who how much people listen on the Spotify uh, analytics so don't do that. We're always watching basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's what we're going to make like a spreadsheet or spread chart
0: spreadsheet and uh just start crossing off adjectives yeah. as we go. So maybe I don't know, maybe if we're, once upon a time if we're in like episode like 45, maybe we got like 45 adjectives to go mm-hmm. but time will tell.
1: For now, just pretty
0: good. That's how We're I'm good. Going. Everybody's pretty good. Yep. That's good to hear. Uh, So after week three, there's a lot to take away. There is huge headlines after week three and even bigger headlines for a certain someone
1: making a turn, making a return to a certain Mm. somewhere.
0: That's poetic.
1: It is. And it's even more poetic because um, he's, he only needs, I think, 66 yards to, to pass, uh, to become the NFL's all-time passing leader. Uh-huh. And he's going to do it in New England. So Disney couldn't script that. If that's not poetic justice, then I don't know what is. How can you not be romantic about football? It's but, true. and in, in the words of Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> on the flip side. Um, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, too. We're going to talk that about, about that a little bit later. But we're going to look at the downside here. Brady and the Bucks took their first loss mm-hmm. at the hands of Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. Um, this game was crazy. I think it they was. combined for thirty something points in the second half. Um, Stafford looks dialed, more dialed than he's ever looked,
1: and it's, the Rams it's amazing. dialed. It's amazing what can happen when you have a competent uh, organization and coaching staff around you. It's magic. You it's know, magical. What did you take away from this game? I mean, you know, obviously it ended up. Being, uh, you know, the Rams ended up winning by three, um, but it, it, you know, it was at one point, I think it was pretty lopsided for, for, uh, for LA. Um, but, you know, again, I don't, I think this was probably one of the, the toughest games, if not the toughest game on the, uh, on the Buccaneers schedule. Um, I mean, you could argue that just because of what it means, the, the game next week against New England will be a tough one. Um, I know they play, uh, Buffalo goes to Tampa later on in the year, but I really do think that, you know, in a pack stadium in LA against this electric uh, Rams offense, I think this was probably their biggest test. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they, you know, they, they didn't come out with the win, but I think they, they look pretty good. Um, Brady went 26 for 48, 260, 216 yards, two TDs, two interceptions, um,
0: I think you're looking at the rug game.
1: Oh yeah, I am looking at, oh my God. <laughs> Cause when you said the Rams one by three, I was like, what? The, oh my I, God. <laughs> okay. You know what? We, we might cut this out. I don't know. Or I'll keep it in. We'll, we'll see. I'm literally looking at the wrong. We're, yeah. We're gonna add I'm it to looking. The bloopers, really. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at the game. I looked up bucks versus Rams stats. And the first game that comes up is the game from last year. Cause then I, oh my God. I looked at Brady's, uh, I'm looking at Brady's passing, you know, stats, and then I'm looking Jer- and I see Jared Goff, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought he was with. Oh my god! Okay, well let's let let's just uh yeah we'll cut that out and I'll we'll just start we don't have to start right at the beginning but we'll start like when I start I'll just start talking again. Let okay, me find, let me find the right game. <laughs> let here. me get the right game here. Hang oh my on. god! Okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. So yeah, um, you know, um, the Rams ended up winning by, uh, by 10 points. It, um, you know, at points it was, it was pretty lopsided. Um, but you know, like I said, I I think that I, I think this was probably one of the toughest games, if not the toughest game, um, on the Buccaneers schedule, you know, I mean, you could argue that just because of the, uh, you know, the meaning behind it, the game in Foxborough, uh, next week will be a tough game, but I think Buffalo goes to, uh, goes to Tampa later on in the year but I think I really do think this was probably their biggest test. Um obviously they didn't you know they didn't walk away with the victory but um you know I, I I don't think it's anything to worry about. Um I think Brady had a a decent I mean he he threw he was 41 for 55 432 yards, 1 TD. You could argue some of those are kind of empty calories. Um but yeah, Matthew Stafford just looks ridiculous um 27 for 38 343 yards four tds um interesting that sony michelle was the leading rusher in this game you know former uh former Patriots Patriot. legend um but yeah i mean the the matthew stafford and uh and cooper cup connection deadly deadly yeah yeah
0: he is tearing it up two he recorded two touchdowns nine receptions like That's ridiculous, but I mean, I think it goes without saying for a lot of people, this is probably like the NFC championship matchup.
1: Yeah, it's got to be unless there's an upset,
0: unless there's an upset, which could very well happen. But, um, you know, this is like the best of the best, almost. Mm -hmm. And I think it really comes down to home field advantage. Like,
1: yeah,
0: you know, if if it's in Tampa, does do the Rams come away with the win like they did on Sunday?
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: tough, but that was uh like two powerhouses just going at it. Mm. And it was like, it was, it was unbelievable to watch
1: really. I'll say this about the game too. You know, I don't think of LA as necessarily a big football, you know, city, they have the, the Lakers, they have the, you know, the, uh, the Dodgers. Um, you know, I think the the Rams and definitely the chargers are lower on the, on the totem pole, but man, mm-hmm. that stadium was, was loud. Like it was crazy loud. And there was, you know, I think there was a couple false start penalties and um it was difficult for the, the, the old line to hear Brady. And so props to props to the the LA uh, faithful, you know, LA faithful. Yeah. Um, I mean that,
0: that stadium itself is gorgeous. Like oh, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. incredible how big and massive and cool it is. Like, Oh, it's funny because I was at the totally off topic. I was at the Jays game last night and I was just like looking at these concrete walls and this, concrete pillars and concrete this and then i'm like you know these guys have glass roofs and like you know monitors that span across the entire freaking football field but
1: i don't know if i could see sofi stadium in uh downtown toronto i don't know no
0: definitely not (laughs) i don't think no definitely not um
1: the argos maybe
0: (laughs) maybe yeah (laughs) quick quick little reno They they could
1: fill it up yeah, Hot. we could we
0: could we could we could put a glass dome over this thing and yeah. call it a day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, um, but yeah. yeah, no, I was pretty impressed with that. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Uh obviously my 17 and oh prediction is kind of thwarted by this game. <sighs> but uh you know what? I'm gonna backpedal and say sixteen and one.
0: <laughs> there you go. What did surprise me? Um Patrick Mahomes suffered his second loss in a row. Is this like the first time he's lost two in a row?
1: I don't know if it's the first time he's lost two in a row. Definitely the first time he's lost two in a row in September. Because mm-hmm. last week was the first time he ever lost in September. So yeah, um, But it could very well be the 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 first time he's lost two in a row ever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, both teams that they – lost to i think both are very good teams um they were both close very close games but the thing is, is that in the past couple years kansas city has won those close games Yep. right so i think i think some of it too is i think in both games you saw a similar thing where late in the game um the opposing teams went for it on fourth down and basically mm-hmm. said you know what we're not going to fall for this again. We're not going to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes with, you know, less than two minutes left because it's not going to work out for us. He's going to score. So I think that maybe teams are kind of catching on and, and listen, obviously you still have to convert those fourth downs, but um, I think that, that I, I think you're seeing that become a lot more prevalent in the NFL than it used to be of saying, you know what, we're not going to take this risk. We're going to go for it. And cause even if we, don't get it they're gonna score anyway
0: yeah what i kind of was scratching my head at or what i took away the most was uh mahomes's performance um mm-hmm. 27 for 44 260 yards which is relatively low from Mahomes. uh three passing touchdowns two interceptions and two sacks um look the Chargers have a great defense you know getting derwin james back was a huge addition but um it just seems like you know they're starting to figure out Mahomes's antics a little bit. That's what I kind of saw. Like you know those scrambling, you know, on the run throws, sidearm slinging passes. It just like, it just wasn't happening for Mahomes on Sunday. And it and you know obviously the Chargers took advantage and they won the game. But um, yeah, it just seems like teams are kind of starting to figure out the game plan with them. And and you know if you shut that guy down, which obviously is very very difficult, but if you shut him down, it's basically because to be honest, I, I don't have a lot of faith in their run game. I know they improved their O-line immensely. And, you know, Edwards Hilaire isn't a terrible running back, but it's just like he has no spot in the offense really, right? Yeah. So
1: They're always going you know, to be pass first offense. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. The attention's always going to be on Mahomes. And once you shut him down and once you kind of figure him out, you know, it's pretty, I don't want to say straightforward, but it's a lot easier than if you don't, you know? Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know. It's uh, you know I'm not ready to say that you know Kansas City's you know done or anything. Obviously they're they're no. the and but what I will say is you know they are bottom of the division right now. the The Raiders are three and O, which I think I, I would I still think they're for real. Broncos, I'm not as sold on because the combined records of the teams they yeah, beat are 0 and nine. So I'm not that one. I <laughs> I'm not going to put as much faith into, but. And then you get the Chargers. You beat them last week at two and one. So, you know, if they listen, they can they can go on a run and they could win. You know, the next six games, and all of a sudden we're this is in the rearview mirror. But yeah, um, you know, you have. I mean, you saw this in last year's Super Bowl too, right? Like, there are it it, it they don't look as unstoppable as they once did. Mm-hmm. They still look like a very good football team, but I don't think I think that allure of the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is somewhat fading fading yeah. away
0: yep i mean i want to give credit to you like I, coming into the season i had a lot of a lot of high hopes for the Chargers. i still do and if not i have even more now because they just took down the chiefs uh justin herbert is playing great you know they got a great receiving core uh they have a good run game and their defense is pretty solid so and they got rid of their coach and brought in a new coaching staff so Know, I I don't want to like say all the Chiefs suck, it's like they don't suck. It's more the fact that, like you said, like they played two good teams, that's who they lost to. They lost to a good Baltimore team, and they lost it was in Baltimore too on a Sunday night. Like that's tough already, yeah. And then,
1: but usually they would win those games,
0: right? That's the thing, yeah. It seems like the luck is kind of running thin a little bit, but at the same time, like the Chargers are no slouch either, right? I definitely think they're gonna sneak into you know, I don't want to say they're going to win the division, but I, you know, either division or wildcard card, hundred percent, like they're, yeah. they're a playoff team. Right. So I, I'm going to give credit to them too, but I think you're definitely right in the sense that Kansas city just doesn't have that, like, you know, firepower that everybody's been used to seeing for the past two years. Um, I'm, I'm sure like, you know, like you said, like the flip of a switch and this is, you know, we're not even talking about this in five weeks, but
1: yeah.
0: um yeah I, I I wouldn't panic if i was uh if I was Kansas City
1: who do you th- out of the because we just talked about um the two teams that were both in the Super Bowl last year and two you know the powerhouses of the NFL, who do you think is more likely to bounce back from these uh from these losses? the bucks or the chiefs I'd definitely go with the bucks
0: uh one because their schedule is much easier. Uh, I don't necessarily know how difficult Kansas City's schedule is. I mean, you know, they play the Bills, Titans, Packers. Aside from that, it's pretty, pretty weak, weak mm-hmm. stuff. But I mean, the Bucks is even weaker, right? Like you said, yep. they only got Buffalo and that's about it. One, because of the schedule, I think they're going to bounce back. Two, because they have a much more experienced quarterback and he if anybody knows how to deal with adversity it's him. Not that Patrick Mahomes doesn't, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: look who you're going up against. Yeah. And I just think they're a more complete team than than Kansas City. Um I think they have a, a better defense and everybody like when I when I watch a Bucks game what I take away is like everybody's like on the same page. Not to say that Kansas City isn't, but it just seems like everybody's working that much harder and striving towards like the same goal. And Kansas City is just like Oh, what's Mahomes going to do? Oh, what's yeah. Kelsey? Oh, what's Hill going to do? So that's why I, I just feel like Tampa gives off that more like team sense For sure. to me. That's, that's why I think they're going to, they, if anybody can band together, it's definitely them, especially off of a Super Bowl run, like last year, I definitely think they're, they're going to bounce back.
1: Yeah, I would completely agree with that. Um, so I guess we can, uh, you know, we always kind of have a segment where we talk about our uh, two favorite teams so, um, it's not a I'll very go, fun segment, but no, not, no, not right now. You're as not, of late, not, it has not been a very fun segment. Not really for either of us, honestly, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Cause I probably, I don't know if I have as much to say about the, the Pats as you do with the Steelers. Cause I, I think the really big thing with the Patriots right now, is just their O-line just is not performing to what it should be. I mean, they don't have Trent Brown, um, I could see when he, you know, when he eventually comes back, I could see that helping their, you know, the cohesion of the O-line. But I don't know. One guy, I, it, it's difficult sometimes to make a difference. It's, you know, it takes it takes a village, especially with with, with an offensive line. Um, but, you know, we were talking about last week about how, you know, they weren't pushing the ball down the field. And I just think the reason for that is, you know, I, I'm watching the game on, on Sunday and it's like every – Every snap, like, you know, Mac Jones is just like doing a five step drop or even more, like just backpedaling immediately as soon as the ball is snapped. And it's just, you know, I don't know. It's tough to do, especially with a rookie quarterback. You need, you know, you need to protect them. And, um, I don't know. I think they have a, so far. Their running game has been pretty good. Uh, but, you know, they did, they, they did just lose, uh, James White. So now they're down to, um, you know, Ramondre Stevenson and, uh, um, uh, Damian Harris. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just think they really need to somehow improve that O-line, um, whether that's just coaching or, um, I don't know when Trent Brown is, is due to come back, but, uh, yeah, somehow improve that. And, um, cause I, d- I did see bright spots in the game against new Orleans this week. I, I think that when Mac was given adequate time to throw i think that he made some nice plays i mean there was that great throw um, great td throw to to Kendrick Bourne late in the game um, so i don't know you just got to give more protect more, t- more protection especially for a rookie quarterback so that that's pretty much all i have to say about the patriots but uh i guess we can we can switch switch gears dun dun dun
0: yeah <laughs> oh where to start okay um, I really thought they were going to bounce back after losing to Vegas. Um, Jamar Chase just torched the secondary. And it, what, like, really, what to take away from this was I find they're in a very similar situation as as the Patriots in the sense that the O line just is not working together. Um, like you said, like Mac Jones, like every snap Ben is kind of just like, you know, he he's forced to to. Be mobile, and he is probably the least mobile quarterback in the league, right? So that already isn't something, you know, very something you look forward to. And then like he's looking downfield and he's looking to pass to somebody, and like you know they're running like the wrong routes or something, like the the pass is on the wrong side of the defender, and it's like, you know, it's hard enough to get those throws off in the first place because he's under so much pressure. And then whenever you do get the throws off, it's like. Either he sails it over their head or he's throwing it at the wrong side because somebody's c- because they're not on the same page, essentially. So that was a little frustrating to see. Um, but, I mean, Najee Harris is playing great. He had a great game against Cincinnati. They use him as they intended to use him. Um, it's just, I don't know. I get a little scared every time they give him the ball because he's in there for every single snap. And every single snap, he's either running it up the field, right? He's running, he's running a straight run route or they're dumping it off to him in the flats. And then he's getting rocked by like two defensive backs. So it's just, a, it's a massive workload is an understatement. But I mean, when your quarterback is just like, you know, nearing the end of his career and, and the wide receiver is just like, like, don't get me wrong. The wide receivers are good, like a very talented, but it's just like, it just it doesn't work like on paper it's a great wide receiving yeah. core and then they get onto the field and it's like you know you're not even running the right routes like how are you going to how are you going to like compete never mind
1: win yeah it, it's tough and especially like you said when when you when your quarterback is not mobile and i mean you know i think mac jones is more mobile than, than ben but still he's not he's not known for his legs and right. uh you know so that's tough. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I was, I was pretty shocked when I was, when I saw that score with, with the Steelers. So uh,
0: granted uh, some of the players were uh, like, Deontay Johnson was out last mm -hmm. game. TJ Watt was out last game. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I like, I thought it either should have been a lot closer or they should have won. Yeah. Not even that, just the sense that just like, you know, string in a drive together. yeah, like It was just tough to come by, but, and that, that's the frustrating part is that the defense is, it's a great defense and they keep you in the game. Like we said with week one against Buffalo, like the defense won them this, that game. Yeah. Right. And the defense keeps you in it for so long. And then you come out there and it's like three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. it's like, you know, it's just tough to watch. It's just very irritating. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. all. <laughs> but I don't know. They got to go to green Bay this week, but we'll see.
1: So, the the main question I just wanted to ask you was who do you think is to blame? Because I see a lot of people throwing blame at at Ben, or or people throwing you know blame at the receivers or the offensive line. So who do you think shares the yeah most of the blame?
0: As much as I would like to blame, okay, that sounds really bad. But <laughs> as much as people think the blame should be put it's on an ben, easy out. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> as much as as much as people think the blame should be put on ben i don't completely disagree i do think there's some work that needs to be done there because he's just not like you know he he's sailed he sailed his fair share of throws and like he makes pretty bad decisions sometimes but like you know who else are you gonna go to really yeah. so it's either him or mason rudolph and that's not gonna happen unfortunately no. sorry and then you know as much as, as bad as the offensive line has been, I don't think it's really fair to put the blame on them because they're a bunch of rookies. Right. And working on an offensive line is hard enough to begin with. And then you're with a whole new group of guys and it's your first year in the NFL. So as much as maybe they are, are to take some of the blame, I don't necessarily agree that it's their fault because they looked promising in in a few of the draw, like, a few a bit of momentum against Buffalo in week one I'm gonna keep referencing Buffalo because it's the only game they won but yeah. a, a bit of momentum in that game against Buffalo and they were able to string a couple of drives together and they won the game obviously so all it took was like that kind of like something to ignite the fire kinda and yep. you know they started figuring stuff out obviously against Vegas and against Cle- um, Cincinnati there wasn't any of that so it was just tough to get like get the yep. wheels moving kinda if I had to pin the blame on somebody I'd definitely say the receivers, because it seems like year in year out everybody's pretty high on them and year in year out it's the same story it's either they're dropping balls or they're just not running the right routes and it's like you know i i i don't know there's no excuse for not running your route yeah. i'm sorry it's really really not I don't that know.
1: Hard. I don't even i don't know how you fix that like that's just right i don't know
0: well, but you yeah, can coach
1: that like no you can and i think that that's really the main takeaway for me is i think it's more about consistency you know what i mean Yep. Um, I don't think I don't think you can pin the blame on any one person or group. I think everybody just needs to do a little more, bit more. Yeah, yeah. And be be more consistent with what they're doing. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's a it's a tough go right now,
0: but you know every team's got to go through it. So yeah, well, just so happens that this year's the Steelers.
1: We we both uh, we both got pretty tough games coming up. You know, you got the Packers. We got the the Bucks. So.
0: But, hey, we're tied with the Chiefs, baby. Yep. So
1: who's laughing now? Exactly. Um, so next up, we have our kind of weekly um, just kind of shitting on the Bears because it's just so easy to do. Yeah, and, it's pretty uh, easy. I don't like doing it because I don't have anything against the Bears, but it's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> so the big the big headline this week with the Bears was – uh. 47 yards of offense against mm-hmm. Cleveland the Cleveland Browns um that's pretty bad yeah I don't I don't really know what else to say
0: it's very bad I think Ju- Justin
1: Tucker outscored them in yep. terms of yardage yep with the one and well he was with, on the, the, yeah. with
0: one field goal with one field goal in, in a matter of three seconds yep. he surpassed the entire offense of the Bears for 60 minutes yeah. Um, you know, I remember <laughs> leading up to this week, we were saying, you know, Justin Fields, welcome to the league, like yeah. big rude awakening. And, uh, wow. I, I think a, a rude awakening was an understatement because he got sacked nine times.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, l- let's provide some context to this, to be fair. Like the, the, you know, this was not a fair fight. Like we, like we no. talked about before, um, Cleveland's, uh, you know, <laughs> defensive line is really good. And um, we knew they were going to get to Justin Fields, especially because he's, he's a rookie quarterback. Um, so, yeah, Miles Garrett had like a ridiculous four and a half.
0: Yeah. Four and a half sacks and six
1: tackles. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Just, yeah, Justin Fields, welcome to the NFL. There's
0: nothing, there's nothing to even say. Like, I don't, you can't even muster anything. Like, no, what what do you, what do you say about this? (laughs) Like,
1: I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, like, I knew they were going to, I knew they were going to, their offense was going to be stifled, but man, I, I figured they'd get more than 47 (laughs) yards, man. That, that's just, that's just embarrassing. So
0: I saw this, this thing. It says, Justin Fields completed six passes for 68 yards against the Browns, and he lost a total of 67 yards after being sacked nine times, meaning the Bears only had one yard of passing in Fields' first start. (laughs) That is quite possibly the worst stat I've ever read. No exaggeration. That is terrifying. But,
1: yeah, welcome to the league. I saw this meme. It was like, uh, Mitchell Trubisky brought Matt Nagy's offense to the playoffs to like two years uh, in a row. Maybe he's like, maybe he's... he's
0: the MVP or something. Like, like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. I saw that too. That was so funny. Yeah. yeah. I honestly like, you know, people like to, I don't want to say overreact, but you know, there's a thing like, you know, do you start, when do you start panicking? Do you start panicking? Like, yeah, this is a panic for me for Chicago. Oh yeah. It's yeah. getting, it's getting ugly.
1: And and I, I I was reading that um apparently for next week they're considering starting like they don't know who they're going to start they're considering all three quarterbacks whether oh. it be Dalton Fields or even Nick Foles so that should be interesting yeah who do they got next week um let me see, Let's see. they play Lions. the Lions. Hey, you know what? I mean, that's a winnable game for them. Yeah, and it's at home. Yeah, that's definitely a winnable game. Um, but it is the Bears, so I don't know. We don't know.
0: Nobody knows. Chicago doesn't know.
1: And I actually, I the Lions. I don't think they're like as bad as their record says. Like I actually, because every game that they've, every game has been pretty close that they've Mm -hmm. that they've uh, lost. So. Um, I don't know. Well, Maybe. this one wasn't really close,
0: but what? Which one? You're saying Chicago or Detroit?
1: No, no, I'm talking about Detroit.
0: Oh, Detroit. yeah. sorry, I yeah. thought you were talking about. Well, I mean, they they very well should have, kind of should have won against Baltimore. I mean, I saw that was, that the, was
1: ridiculous. I saw the you know the the uh, the game clock. Um, that's what people were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. They had that delay of game. But you know what I'll say this, I've watched enough football games to know that like the the refs are usually kind of lenient with that because what they'll do is like they'll be watching the clock and then they'll look back at like the you know the offense and then they'll they'll there's like a delay you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. like yep. it's not gonna be exactly like the clock as soon as it hits
0: zero yeah yeah
1: like if you get it off like just as it hits zero like they're not gonna call right so no, I do absolutely know.
0: right. It's just tough. It's just, it's tough how it worked out. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, the Buffalo Bills took it to mm. the Washington football team. Josh Allen, 358 yards and four touchdowns. Um, This was like a clinic.
1: Yeah. After, um, you know after th- kind of thrashing the, the dolphins last week they they did the same thing to the washington football team so uh yeah i i think you know it's safe you know some people were kind of scared after that game against the steelers in week 1 but i th- i think they're back i think uh i think it's pretty safe to say um i will checked- say this
0: sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but no it's okay they got the texans this week mm-hmm. okay for all you survivor people out there i'm calling it now extremely extremely hot take incoming keeping it a tradition i think this is a trap game i'm just going to throw it out there
1: well what was the game last week that i said it was going to be a trap it was the uh cardinals yeah the cardinals yeah and they uh, was i know they won but, I know they
0: won but they were uh they were down 21 to 10 at one point. Yeah. So they also uh, gave up a 109-yard
1: return touchdown. So and what I will tell you is at uh, at one point I was pretty upset that I didn't pick that game because the team that I did pick was playing a pretty close game against the uh the Dolphins. So yeah. I was like at one point I was like man Trap game stuff is a bunch
0: of yes, stuff. man. We'll save that for later, though. Yeah, um, no, that's the Bills are back. They got Texans, you know, the Chiefs might be a tough game or not might yeah. it probably will be a tough game. They got the Bucks. Um, I mean, aside from that, like they got to play the rest of the NFC South, they're in New Orleans, mm-hmm. so that might be a little bit of a tough task. But I mean, aside from that, it's really just yeah, pretty straightforward.
1: Well, I mean, I'll I'll play devil's advocate and say that was a lot. That was quite a few games you listed there. That what do you mean? Well, like that that could be could be tough, you know, for the for the Bills because, and you said the NFC South, so that includes the the Panthers as well, who are looking That's pretty you know. good right now too. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Like they they I think they do have a tougher schedule than than some other teams that we discussed mm-hmm. um but you know that's that's how you test good teams right if, if they win those close games against uh against good teams so i don't know but yeah they, they definitely are back i, I think that yeah. uh,
0: if they look anything like they did last week they got nothing to worry about
1: mm-hmm.
0: putting up 43 points against anybody and that's probably a win so the bills are back baby I feel like you know
1: who's not back. <laughs> you know who's not back. Is the Seahawks. I feel like
0: I feel like this is a topic like almost every year where like the Seahawks aren't yeah. like they're bad. not really good, but they're not bad. Like yeah. they're just kind of like there. You know what I mean?
1: Well, the the defense for the Seahawks has been really poor. Yeah, as of late. Very. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: R- Russell Wilson can only do so much at times. You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't I'd, know.
0: I'd kind of be panicking if I was a Seahawks fan, just because of how good the other three teams in the division are. Exactly. I know San Francisco lost, but same thing. Like that was last second walk off field goal. So.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I think you know, losing the game two weeks ago against the uh, the Titans in overtime that was really rough, mm-hmm. and then um losing to uh losing to the Vikings Vikings this week same thing um you know like obviously they're both close games but i think if you're if you're a contender those are teams you should, you should beat um and they did so and uh i think the uh well i know the, the Titans game is at home was the uh the Vikings game was in Minnesota right
0: yeah it was in Minnesota yeah. Still, um, I don't I don't really think the Vikings are anything special, to be honest with you. No. I mean, they got a good wide receiving core, good running back, and to be honest, I was never really sold on Kirk Cousins, and like, I'm I don't know. He has like one good game every handful of games, and everybody's like, oh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm like, no, like, not really. Not in my eyes anyways, but yeah. like, I mean, after this game, like, people were kind of hyping up, like, you know, 30 for 38.
1: Well, um, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he has kind of been, uh, been heating up lately. Got to give him some credit, but
0: no, yeah. 30, 30 for 38, 300, 323 passing yards and three touchdowns. Um, he had to throw an interception this year. Yeah. So he looks good, but they're still one and two, which, yeah, I, I
1: don't
0: know. I, like I said, I've never really, I'm not gonna be like, oh, Kirk Cousins, oh, you suck, but like I don't know, I've just never really
1: Well, he's always had that reputation hype. that he's not like in the big moments he can't deliver. Yeah. But uh there's he's looking sharp. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot worse out there, but um I guess we can go on to our next thing, which is uh talking about Mr. Mr. Aaron Rodgers and how he's a bad man.
0: He is a bad man. That was uh that looked like vintage Green Bay right there on uh, yeah. Sunday night. Uh, two hundred sixty one passing yards, two touchdowns. You know, Aaron Jones played good. Devonte Adams, ho hum, another day at the office. Uh, hundred thirty two yards and the touchdown. You know, huge catch in you know late in the game. Um, I don't know. Did it? What do you, What do you think? Are the Packers back? Like after that week one, you know, disappointment. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this, this kind of happens every year. Like teams have hiccups in week one, um, similar to the bills, I would say, Mm -hmm. um, where maybe there's just, you know, they're, they're underprepared or maybe they're, they're too hyped up and they just make mistakes. But, uh, I think the same, I mean, you look at the, that green Bay offense on, on paper and, uh, it's, it's it's hard it's, to stop. Yeah, exactly. So um I would say I would say they're back. I I don't think there's I don't think they're, you know, they're frauds as people like to say online. Not about the the Packers, but just about anybody. Yeah. You see that every single year. It's
0: like <laughs> fraud, 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 fraud. <laughs> yeah. Well, looking at it, I mean San Francisco is no pushover, obviously. No. Uh they got the Steelers next week, they got the then they got the Bengals, then they got the Bears. You got to go three and there. I know yeah. I'm. I'm saying this as a Steelers fan, but in all honesty, like, do I see them? Do I see the Steelers upsetting Green Bay in Green Bay? No.
1: Yeah, you got to at least go two and one, like two I and one see, for sure. Yeah, like the Steelers game. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if because I do think the Steelers have potential, but um, yeah. Cincinnati and Chicago. Yeah, those are those are easy. Those should be easy wins for the Packers, but. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and you know what even looking at it down the stretch they got Arizona Kansas City Seattle the Rams Ravens Browns you know
1: that's a lot of tough games
0: that's a lot of tough teams Um, I don't know it's gonna be a grind for Aaron Rodgers
1: it's yeah it's true but the thing is with that division is like it's almost theirs to lose, right? Because it is. the Bears aren't doing anything, Lions aren't doing anything, the Vikings will probably be mediocre, maybe 500. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't be 500 this year because there's 17 games, but um, whatever. Close, you know, one game over 500. Um, yeah, I, I, I it's going to be interesting. I think um, they do have a lot of tough games, but
0: you, you got to think too. Like everybody else in that division is playing those teams as well, right? So that's true. If you can just kind of, I don't know.
1: Win a couple more than that. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're fine, right? Because then yep. you're just going to end up playing them again. You're going to play Detroit again. You're going to play Minnesota again, and you're going to play Chicago again. Yep. So, yeah, just take care of business, or that's about it. That's pretty much the game plan.
1: And the the final thing that we're going to talk about this week is the, the Monday night game where uh, the Cowboys just totally mopped up the Eagles. I was they not did. expecting that.
0: I was not expecting that either. I was expecting I was expecting a high scoring game, but yep. I, I was expecting it to be a, a little bit closer than this. Um yeah, Dak looked unreal. Uh the Cowboys, you know, Zeke looked really good. Um and you know, the wide receiving core just went to work again. So to be quite honest with you, like I I honestly I, I know a lot of people had Dallas like winning this game but I like going into it i was thinking to myself there's there's no way they lose this game you know they had two tough matchups on the road one of which they won and now this is their first game back home primetime football divisional matchup i was like this is like their game to lose really and they they took care of business
1: yep yeah i was i was pretty impressed with uh zeke too because honestly you know i think he's been kind of uh underwhelming the first you know the first couple games um yeah and you know even last even last season too um almost to the point where some people were like hey maybe they they go to uh who's a uh second running back tony tony tony, Paul- tony pollard tony pollard yeah yeah um but he looked he looked almost like you know some like vintage vintage zeke yeah um this week so I'm honestly, I'm really impressed with the Cowboys this year. I I really do think, I think they might be turning the corner because I really, you know, it's been tough the last couple of years after so many, you know, eight and eight finishes and whatever. Obviously last year was a wash with, with, uh, you know, without Dak. So I think this could be their year.
0: Yeah. To be quite honest, to be quite honest, um, this is a tough team to beat in Dallas. Yeah. I feel like that's usually the case, but I feel like now it's like so much more emphatic because of, you know, the high hopes that they have. And I mean, if they look anything like they did on Monday, like, you know, you can slate all those home games as a win in my books. Um, They looked, they did not miss a beat. Um, You know, they went up against a pretty good quarterback too, in Jalen hurts. And it wasn't even a matter of like shutting him down, although they did have a pick six, but it was more so the fact that just like they couldn't be stopped. You know what I mean? And I think that really has, has has a lot to do with how their season's going to play out in the sense that that's kind of their style. It's not really like, you know, stopping the other team. It's kind of scoring more. Yeah. You know, because their defense, I, I never really like, you know, they drafted Parsons obviously and, it's average at best, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think I think it's uh, I think it's their offense that's really uh, winning these games for them. But just looking at their schedule, um, they do have a few tough games. Um, they they play the Chiefs, Raiders. Um, actually, the game coming up this week will be I think will be a good test too against uh, against the Panthers. Um, I think that'll be – I think that'll be a good test for both teams, actually. Yeah. Um, They play the Cardinals late in the year. But other than that, you know, they're going to play another game against the Eagles, um, play the Giants twice, the Falcons. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think
0: think they could definitely – it's their division to lose. Yeah, for sure. I do think Philly's going to give them a little bit of a run, but in the end, like – it's their division to lose.
1: Yeah, I mean, if not for that that game against uh, the Bills this week, I would have said Washington could have been a a big threat. But their defense is really looked pretty poor. Like I was yeah. expecting, like because that that's really the the strength of their team. Mm-hmm. And with without that, I mean, you have what Terry McLaurin and uh, Heineke. I don't know. Not not to throw shade yeah. on the <laughs> go, but.
0: Yeah. I, I know, I hear you. The goat is the goat. But I, I I agree. Um I'm not too too I'm more convinced on the Cowboys than I am on any other team in that division. No, oh, um, yeah. But for hey, sure.
1: there's a lot of football left to be played, and yeah. uh you never know. So that basically wraps up our the headline portion of uh of our uh of this episode, but we're gonna move on to uh, our recurring segment every week where we're going to update our survivor pool. So th- this week was pretty tense uh, for the both of us. Yeah, we were sweating. Because we, we both picked the Raiders. And, uh, man, I, I I said it before, but I was thinking, man, I should have picked the Cardinals, man. But it ended up working out.
0: Thankfully. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Joe Jacoby Brissett too. He played great.
1: Yeah, he did. He, he, yeah, he balled out. Yeah, he played really um, good. And I, what was I saying? Patriots legend. Just a, a recurring theme. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that was an awesome game. Um, You know, I don't know what it is about uh, the Raiders and the Dolphins. They had a great game like that last year, too. Yeah. I remember sh-
0: uh, I was watching the game, and they showed replays from that from their matchup of last year, and I think they went to overtime. Uh, last year as well so i don't know maybe maybe in like three years down the road if we're still if we're still making survivor Bowl picks and we see uh miami and and the raiders are playing maybe I'm staying we'll away from that game yeah stay away from that game please do do everybody a favor um looking at this week week four i have a couple teams in mind let's hear it I don't know how you go wrong with Buffalo, but I do think it's yeah. a trap game. And I'm mad at my word, so I'm <laughs> staying away. Um, it- I like the Bengals. Is that a bad thing to say?
1: I Well, I... Like, if I had to... If I had to pick a winner in that game, I would pick the Bengals, but am I, like, totally convinced now? But you got to start – you know what? It's week four. We got to start doing some riskier picks.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, I was really liking that, but I know Jesse Bates is out mm-hmm. and uh, T Higgins is also out. So I'm a little um, – I'm kind of shying away, but, I mean, at this point, like, if, if, if Jamar Chase is there <laughs> – like I'm pretty I'm pretty sold. Um, because he seems to be the focus for for Burrow, obviously. Um and on the flip side, like Trevor Lawrence has not looked great. Jacksonville has not looked great. So I don't know. I, I do like Cincinnati a lot because also the fact that of the win that they pulled off last week and now they're coming back home. Um I really like them. But I definitely think there's a lot of safer picks out there, like we said, Buffalo. Um, you know the Saints over the Giants. I don't hate
1: the Packers,
0: although I've already taken them. But
1: I like um, I like Titans over Jets too. Yeah, I think that's a decent pick. I'm I'm kind of between the Titans or the Bills. I'm I'm debating on between those two. Um, I like I know the game is in New York, but. I don't know. I yeah, actually, that,
0: that doesn't it, – it, it, their home field advantage is kind of voided when – they uh, are just
1: a terrible team. When yeah. you just
0: suck. Yeah, so I wouldn't be too worried about that. Well I okay. really – I think I'm going to go Cincinnati.
1: Okay, well, well, we'll find out. Well, actually, the game will be over. The game will be over by the time this episode comes out, but you guys will know whether uh, whether Rob will regret his decision or not um for me i think it's either like either i i keep up with my strategy of like not trying to just just pick up get all the good teams out of the way and then wait till later to do risky stuff but so i could do that or i could pick because i do think that i think the the bills is almost a lock Mm -hmm. i think titans may might be a little bit closer um You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills. Bills mafia, baby. Let me hear you. I will never say that on this podcast. (laughs) It's my (laughs) my contract. Those words will never come out of my mouth. All right, then. Well, there we go. We locked it in.
0: Lock it in. Put it in a safe. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills need to win this week. We're making we're making pretty good ground. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we're we're still alive, so that's good. But I feel like like we've been making good picks. You know what I mean? Like, well,
1: we're that still Raiders alive, one so. was like,
0: yeah, that Raiders one was like obviously was super tough. close, but yeah, like it's just like you, you got to risk it for the biscuit sometimes. You know what I mean?
1: It's true. Well, I mean, most of my most of my picks have all been pretty safe, but um, I just hope I don't end up in like week seventeen picking like. Cincinnati or something, yeah. Yeah, Because because every I picked every other almost every other good team. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sticking with my strategy though.
0: That's a good strategy. I feel like I probably should follow that too, but I I I really like the Bengals. Like I just got a good feeling about it.
1: I don't know. You know what? If you got a gut feeling, just go with. A gut feeling,
0: you know. I just got a gut feeling, and you know that's, that's that's a powerful thing. It is gut feeling. But anyways, um think that just about does it basically yeah. wrapped up week three of the NFL looked a little bit into week four and you know what just sit back and enjoy some NFL football you know exactly it's a recipe for success um, so yeah do you have anything to say
1: yeah I mean um, just definitely subscribe to the podcast Um, leave a leave a review if you if you can um, and you know I think we're gonna we're gonna try in the future to get some uh, some guests on in the upcoming weeks um, I think we mentioned this last week, but spike will now be released uh, every Friday, every Friday afternoon. So, um, you know, you can get notified every time we post a new episode, if you, uh, turn on your notifications and, um, yeah, other than that, we'll leave all the, um, the links to, um, all of our, you know, the OTL socials and our socials in the description and, uh, I don't know. What's uh? What do we got? Anything cooking up in the football department?
0: Uh, I know we're gonna have a mid-season recap of the CFL written by Riley. Um, he's looking forward to getting that out. Um, aside from that, I mean, we got our podcast going. Like you said, every Friday afternoon, you can find uh, find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. And aside from that, it's just kind of how the season goes. You know, if something comes up and people want to write about it, then People are going to write about it. Um, It's pretty pretty much how it works. So, you know, just be on the lookout. Like Jack said, you know, keep up with uh, social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or, you know, whether you check the site daily, like you can do that too. Um, We got tons of good stuff coming out. You know, I know it's not football, but uh, baseball playoffs are right around the corner. So there's going to be a ton of previews on that. Um, There's some hockey articles coming out about off-season reviews for some teams. So there's a lot of good stuff coming around. You know, October is always like that time of the year when all four sports are going on. It's uh, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun time. But yeah. Uh, Anyways, thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week.